Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And so I just want you to pray that uh, she begin to cry, you know, that the Lord will go with us and the Lord will be with us. I said, now what in the world would I want to do that for? He's already said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You know, so many times things that we're praying about, the Lord's already said is ours. Praying don't make it ours, believing the Bible makes it ours. Amen. Claiming the promise makes it ours. Are, are you following me? I said, the Lord's already said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll go with you always, even to the end of the world or the end of the age. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on doing the works of Jesus, Volume 1. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Besides that, uh, I'm not going to just pray for somebody and not know what I'm praying about. You know, people say, well, well, pray for me. Well, a lot of times I ask them, what for? They'll look at you sort of blank light and say, I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, if they don't know what you're praying for, how would they know whether they ever got it or not? I mean, whether your prayer was ever answered, you know. So, and you know, the majority of the time, a lot of, there's a lot of waste motion, you know, it's just wasted in these areas. So I said to the lady, I'm not going to promise you that, but what is it you wanted, you know, what particular, you know, what did you want to pray? What, what is it you, know, you want prayed about? What is it? Well, she said, I hate to tell you. You see, that's a, that's a dead giveaway she knows is wrong. I mean, you know, I mean, you know. Well, I said, what is it? Well, she said, now, you know, I, and I didn't know, but anyway, I didn't since she said, you know, and told me. <laughs> she told me how old she was. And you see, she was in the vicinity, well, so, well in the early 70s, actually. And she said, I'm afraid to uh, travel by automobile. I don't know why, but it just scares me to death to get in the car. You know, she said that so many people are being killed on the highways and people being run over. She said, I don't guess really I'd ever get out of the house except I know or to come to church. Now, she's a member of this full gospel church, saved, baptized, and the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. And, you know, and again, she said, you know, well, I really didn't know it until she told me, but she said, I make my home with my son. And he's received the baptism of the Holy Ghost here during your meeting. And I, I knew her, who her son was and knew that he had. And she said, well, I really didn't know she lived with it. She said, I don't ever get out of the house. I never go buy groceries. I never go buy clothes. My daughter-in-law does that. The only time I ever get out of the house is when we, I know her to come to church. So I, I, but said, I just come in fear. Well, I said, you know, I mean, uh, the Lord don't want you that way. Well, I know that. But here's what I want you to pray about. She said, now my son's getting his vacation the next two weeks. And we're going to leave Phoenix, Arizona and go down to Georgia. And, uh, and I'm going, she said, you see, my mother's still alive. She's over in her 90s, you see. And she can't come here, somewhere around 90 years of age. And she can't come here because of her age. And this is probably the last opportunity to ever get to see her alive. And said, uh, you know, I, I, there's just no other way to get there except going to the car. You know, and sure, of course, she, if she's afraid to travel in the car, you know, she's doubly afraid to travel in the airplane, you know. And so there's just no, you know, I wouldn't go. I just wouldn't go. But I want to see Mama at least one more time, you know. And so uh, 
we're going to drive just to say both my, my, my son and, and, and his wife drive. And so we're just going to drive straight through so we'll have longer to spend with the people, you see. We're not going to stop, you know, drive day and night, you know. And so I just want you to pray that, uh, and she began to cry, you know, that the Lord will go with us and the Lord will be with us. I said, now what in the world would I want to do that for? He's already said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You know, so many times things that we're praying about, the Lord's already said is ours. Praying don't make it ours. Believing the Bible makes it ours. Amen. Claiming the promise makes it ours. Are, are you following me? I said, the Lord's already said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll go with you always, even to the end of the world or the end of the age. Yeah, I know that. I've read that. I said, not only that, but I said in the 34th Psalm, the Bible said, the angels of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him. The angels of the Lord, I said, are just encamped around about you. I said, I travel in those days. I traveled by car exclusively all the time. And I said, I never do pray to the Lord to be with me. I said, I always just say, well, Lord, thank you because you're with me. Glory to God. I know you're with me. Praise the Lord. And then when I get in the car, I said, well, I thank God the angels are all around me here. One on every fender, praise the Lord. You can't see them, but they're riding them. One in front of the car, one behind it, one on each side of it. Come on, angels, let's go. Glory to God. And, and so I just go shouting, praising God, rejoicing, not begging and crying. Maybe God will be with me, maybe he won't. The angels of the Lord encampeth around about them. I don't see a one of them, but they're there. The Bible said so. Now, you know, here, here, here's a, a good Christian woman, saved, baptized, Holy Ghost, speaks with other tongues, member of full gospel church, heard a lot of truth preached, but hadn't believed any of it. Yeah, yeah. She said, I know, I know, Brother Hagin. I know, I know all them scriptures are in there all right, but said, you know, you never can tell what might happen. Well, now, you see, you can't take sides against the Bible and get it to work for you. You've got to side in with it. Well, now, what's that got to do with healing? Same thing. You can't take sides against what the Bible said about healing and get healing to work for you. You've got to side in with it. Praise the Lord. You understand that? But anyway, we're talking about angels, you see. And so here an angel came down to trouble this water. Well, now, I don't know whether they could see the angel. Probably couldn't. Probably just couldn't see anything. It, it may have been that they just saw the water somewhere or another boil up or troubled the water. You know what I mean? It was just somewhere or another. Uh, that angel, you know, uh, splashed it around a little bit, evidently. And so they knew then that the first one in, first one that got in the water, got healed. The Bible said they got healed. So they did. They got healed then, didn't they? First one in. Now, this is a demonstration. God will. He'll, he'll just demonstrate every once in a while his power. Trying to get people to believe. And so the first one in. And you know, no requirements. No requirements upon them. No requirements, whatever. It didn't say the first saved person that got in got healed. And if they wasn't saved, no matter if they did get in, they wasn't healed. No. Saved or unsaved, first one got in the water, got healed. Man or woman, first one in, got healed. Boy or girl, first one in, got healed. 
Rich or poor, the first one in got healed. Pretty or ugly, first one in got healed. Amen. That's right, isn't it? That's the only requirement. That was the only requirement. Well, now, I don't understand all about that. Do you? But it's in there, isn't it? I believe it, don't you? I believe it because it's in the Bible. Now, you see, I said that to say this to you. You'll never understand all about the sovereignty of God. I mean, you couldn't understand all about him anyway. With your little old peanut brain, how would you ever figure him out? Amen. But yet, a lot of people are like these folks. They're sitting, waiting for God to manifest himself from one another or demonstrate his power. And he does, occasionally. But did you notice that didn't work for the, for the whole multitude, I just work for one person out of the multitude, just one person at a time. Now then look at it from this angle also. Jesus came here to that same pool. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. And Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. How did he know it? Well, because he's anointed by the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost revealed it to him. He saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered and said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in to the pool. But while I'm coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Now I want you to know that Jesus didn't pray for him. Jesus didn't touch him. Jesus didn't preach to him. Jesus didn't take time to teach him. He just said to him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Now let's go on reading. The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, it is the Sabbath day, it's not lawful to thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, He that made me whole, the same said unto me, Take up thy bed and walk. Then they asked him, What man is that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was. Now notice, he that was healed wist not, that is, he did not know who it was, for Jesus had conveyed himself away. A multitude being in that place. And afterward Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest the worst thing come unto thee. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. Now there's some important thoughts here. That man's the only man that got healed out of that whole multitude. On this occasion at least. Isn't it? I said, isn't it? 
because it said that when the man was healed, the Jews, you know, asked him who, you know, they saw him carrying his bed on the Sabbath, you know, and he wasn't supposed to do that, you know. And they said, you know, you, you know, you, that's unlawful. Some people think more of a day than they do of helping people. Religious ideas. Oh man, they'll really fight for religion, but they wouldn't for Jesus. Wouldn't try to help anybody, you know, but, uh, but when it comes to religious ideas, well, they'd really, they'd really stand for them. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I have a tremendous package for you on finances. Obedience and finances by my dad, how God taught me about prosperity by dad, and biblical keys to financial prosperity by my dad, Kennedy Hagan, in my book, Overflow. Living life, uh, above life's, life's limits. limits. You know, a lot That's of people right. are limited, and you're limited by your finances. That's right, you, you can't are. Do it. So, hey, we can, oh, we can live in the overflow. Now, I want you to get a hold of these because they're going to change the way you do things. Yes. They're going to change your thinking. They're going to change your outlook on, on, on prosperity. Yes. So, hey, I want you to get a hold of these because they are important and they will help you to have a better life. That's right. And, and God wants you to have a better right. life. That's right. And, you know, the retail value of that is $28.80 and we are offering them for $19.95. Oh, that's a good, that's, that's a almost good, $9 off. That's $8.85 right. that's cents off. It oh, my is. goodness. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Brother Hagen. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.